this yeah. is going to be fun. And a lot of these I actually didn't know. Oh, and really? So, yeah. Or like I was not familiar with enough. And so I, I did listen to them before I came down here. So I knew what the fuck I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, totally. Um, cool. So, yeah, let's. Well, then I'm going to teach you a little something. <laughs> You're like the interviewer has become oh, the interviewee. Uh-huh. Oh, hot seat. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Madeline. Kevin. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. I feel honored. And thank you for inviting me into the uh, table in your driveway (laughs) where you sit and drink sometimes and enjoy the uh, uh, early autumnal evening. Yes. So we are are maintaining a social distance. We got a little homie riding by on the bicycle, wiling out. You know, (laughs) I don't know how you feel about you. Are you a cyclist? Uh, I dabble. Do you ride without using your hands on the handlebars? Never. Let me tell you. Never. Let me tell you something. I am so afraid, and I I struggle with bike riding. I'm just very afraid yep. to fall, and I am never really comfortable because mm-hmm. of my size. Yeah. And when I see people riding without using their hands on the handlebars, I'm like, freaks you I'm out. like, okay, I get it. You're really good at this, <laughs> and I'm fucking washed and yep. don't know how to do this. You don't have to rub it in anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I'm a I'm not good at biking, which I feel like is something like it took me a long time to admit that because I feel like everyone like you learn to ride a bike when you can like pretty much walk and then you can just do it. Everyone, it's, you know, uh, yeah. like it's like riding a bike. Hey yo. But um I I'm bad at biking. I fell down a lot. Oh, I no. like brakes are not my like I'm not very good at brake. It's just like Do you just toss your feet down under the the ground <laughs> and you're like, I'm coming. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Longboard style, totally. Yeah. No, I'm not good at really I'm not good at anything with wheels below me <laughs> i can walk sometimes and run occasionally and two wheels are okay rollerblades oh never again yeah never i've never i i tried ice skating once and Ooh. it was a total disaster and i tried i had a very bad skateboarding accident a number of years ago and yeah. so i'm just i i don't think i it's, it's just for me just just not for you yeah, yeah. anyway um yeah. so we are in your driveway we are maintaining good social distancing yep. during a time of the rona the rona um so you and i worked together very briefly a it little was like a solid five months a little, maybe a little too briefly <laughs> But you pieced out right at the start of the Rona, mm-hmm. and you were living your best life. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to. You're like, it's hard to stay humble <laughs> when I'm flexing on all you poors. Um, no, so uh, just for the people, at the folks at home, we worked mm-hmm. together for a little bit, and then you bounced, and that's mm-hmm. totally okay. We were trying to adopt you into the produce department. Oh, my God. If only you could have. If I the know. timing were right, I would have definitely been adopted. We were courting you so hard for yeah. the longest time. Like, <laughs> come to our staff meeting. Yeah. Eat this ice cream. Like, let's <laughs> hang out. And then you were like, I, I, I got to go. I got this other thing now. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I said that, and sometimes I was like, they won't miss me. Oh, everyone misses you. Wesley misses you. I miss you. Nal misses mm, you. Thanks. You you are missed uh, at the co-op. Yeah, I miss you all. I think about you often, <laughs> especially in the construction times. Let's not talk about that on the okay, podcast. Okay, that's sorry, a, sorry, that's sorry. A, too, yeah. too soon. Yeah, too sorry. soon, way too soon. So um, you, since the last seven months, you have been farming mm-hmm. and you have been doing a flower CSA. Mm-hmm. Um, so what uh, what is like kind of your history with coming into that as a like a career or field of interest just to give people a little bit about your background yeah totally um 
I, after college, I graduated and I was like, I do not want to work inside. I do not want to work a <laughs> nine to five job. I don't want to stare at a computer. And um, I had had a friend who did organic farming at a small farm in Florida. And I was like, hey, that looks kind of cool. And I followed her down there and she worked for another. So you um, lived in Florida for a little bit? I lived in Florida for two years, year and a half, two years. What, part, so what part of Florida? It was in Gainesville, okay. which is like smack dab in the middle of the northern half. Okay. Was there a um, lot of big Florida energy? Super big Florida energy. It was ri- like northern Florida is really like the deep south still. <laughs> like people think Florida and think of like Miami and Disney, but those are in southern Florida. Northern Florida is like gators and boiled peanuts and like and uh, you just li- swamps. listen to you slip into yeah, that dialect yeah, yeah. yeah totally yeah and so yeah i did that whole thing i did an apprenticeship okay which is very where fancy. they paid me practically nothing and i did all the grunt work and learned how to farm so you know paid my dues as and one then, does as one does yes as one does and then the next year i managed the crew of the apprentices okay. that came in so okay. that was kind of how i got hooked and then um moved back to minnesota because i'm from minnesota and i love it here and kept farming okay yeah and so yeah you've been living your best life mm-hmm. working outside working during outside. everything terrible yep. happening yeah. so yeah um but we Connected at work, A, over nutritional yeast. Yes, Nooch. Shout out to Nooch. Nooch gang. <laughs> uh-uh. But uh, you also had, uh, you would pop your head into the kitchen when Wesley and I would be enjoying some tunes. Totally. And you would be like, yo, this is a bop. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Maddiekins knows what's up. And yeah. so, and when I was trying to think of guests to be on the show, I was like, she's got some taste. She she has a a. An eclectic taste, mm-hmm. diverse taste. Mm-hmm. We have talked about country music, yep, uh, and pop music, yep. And so we got a little bit of that on here. You've got a commemorative uh, track list written on a piece of cardboard. That's what all the guests yes. who have come Ooh. to my home get. Is I write it out for them on a piece of cardboard. They can take it with them. If Morgan yeah, so took I can, hers, like, frame this, put it on my wall for when I'm famous. When your podcast gets big gets big. Sorry, what sorry. do you mean? For when you win an award for your already big <laughs> podcast. <laughs> The most illustrious podcast. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually a little disappointed you didn't sign it, but I can sign it later. We can have okay. Two yeah. Maddiekins. Oh, heart, that would really hurt you forever. That, <laughs> that would really make my my week. Yeah, let's. And it's only Tuesday, so it couldn't really only get better wow. from here. Re- um, yeah. Um. So you have picked um nine tunes. <gasps> nine. Yes. Oh. You give me a list oh. of nine. Oh. Was there one that you wanted to toss in as a bonus? No. Okay. Because if you open that door, I'll toss in ten more. You know. You can't go there. And it'll be good that you got these really emphasis on the cute uh-huh. uh, outside lights because you were like, we'll be chopping it up until the oh, wee hours, oh, my yeah. guy. So, yeah. uh, all right, so let's begin. Are you ready to do, do this? It. Let's I'm fucking go. Let's so fucking ready. go. I'm back in baby's arms. How I miss those.
First up, Patsy Klein. Patsy Klein. Classic country. Yeah. Tell me about because it's uh it's interesting for somebody who is your age or mm. even my age, uh to go to something as iconic but also you know older because this yeah. is when is this from like the. F- uh, 50s? 50s or yeah. 60s, yeah. maybe. So, "Back in Baby's Arms" is a iconic Patsy Cline yes. song. But how did you? How? What brings you to this specifically? Uh, yeah. First here. Well, I kind of I am a little anal and type A, and so I made my list in order of like musical experiences. Was this? Did you do it autobiographically? Yeah. Are we gonna have to go to your fall of 1983 pile to hear "Landslide" by Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I think so. I'm I'm glad f- f- someone finally did that because yeah. I've been waiting for episodes and episodes for the autobiographical podcast. Oh yeah, this is autobiographical. Perfect. Loosely. You Loosely. Know. Okay. I you know I couldn't have a million songs, <laughs> so I didn't I didn't uh, account for every every year of your life. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Patsy Cline was kind of my earliest memory of music and connecting to music and sharing it with someone. We had this. My dad had this. Maybe like best of Patsy Cline CD in his truck. Okay. And I remember being like a wee little kid and riding with him in his truck. And we'd like go up to the cabin or we'd go just like around random places and he would play Patsy Cline. And only Patsy Cline or? No, but that was just like commonly, like he didn't have a lot of CDs in his truck, but he had Patsy Cline. And so if it wasn't talk radio, which I never cared for. Because I was, you know, uh, a kid. A yeah, kid. Yeah. It was Patsy Cline. Okay. Okay. And so I don't know all of Patsy Cline's music, but I know every single word to all of those songs that was on that Best of CD. And I can even picture it. There's like it's this really old fashioned like print of her. There's a lot of like pale pink and turquoise and yellow, you know, like that color yeah, scheme. Yeah. Like Housewife. Hey, shout out to Christopher. Uh, uh, your, your man's is coming through. <laughs> she said, don't eat all the squash. <laughs> yeah. hey, don't unplug all my shit. You're about to, yeah, yeah. dip under the extension cord, my guy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> did, um, you, did you tell him that you were podcasting or is he like, what is this shit happening no, in my I driveway? Did. Okay. I did. He was like, do you need it to be quiet in the house? And I was like, we'll be outside. It's fine. The one, the one. You said you listened to the one with Benson. Yeah. The power company shows up in the driveway during <laughs> it. And right after we were done recording, they actually cut the power to the house. You didn't know what was happening? I didn't know it was happening. Oh. So like like literally five minutes after he left. Wow. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. That was, I was like, oh dear. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that I was done though. Yeah. Otherwise we would have been fucked. <laughs> Sweet. Well, hopefully that doesn't happen tonight. <laughs> hopefully that was our only interruption. That's fine. Um, so Patsy Klein, yeah. Yeah, Patsy Klein. So I I don't remember ever like my dad ever singing along or like you know belting out the tunes like I didn't. I Y'all didn't, didn't see my parents do it. Harmonize together in the truck. No, definitely not. But I remember the CD was just in his truck for years, and we listened to it a lot when I was a little kid, and then occasionally I'd put it on when I was a little older. And I was like, man, those good old days. He, this was even back in a truck. It must have been like early, early 2000s. He had a phone in a bag oh, in the truck. You know, nice. like before cell phones, there was like a big canvas bag you could have your phone in. And yes. I remember being like, my dad is the shit. He listens to Patsy Klein, has a phone in the bag. Um, My mom had a very early cell phone. It mm-hmm. was um in this, it was like a, not a binder, but it was like a, 
Yeah, it was like a small binder, mm-hmm. and it had like a zippy on the side, yes, and you yeah, unzipped yeah. it. Maybe it was the same thing. And it had it had like a a, a phone, and it hooked into like yep. a thing, yep. and it had a cord that went to like a battery pack, and Maybe, you either yeah. turned up the antenna and you plugged it into the cigarette lighter adapter. Oh yes, because it would not work if you didn't plug it into the cigarette lighter adapter. Yes. And I have no idea how much her plan was or how that worked because she definitely used it for it was like for work. Like she got oh, it really? as like it was a yeah, work yeah. phone. But, and then maybe, gosh, I don't know how many years after that she got like a big flip phone. Oh, like a, my dad got a big flip phone, like a heavy duty one. Yeah. Hers was really heavy duty. They were like this thick, yeah. like, you know, two inches thick in your pocket, like a little brick, like a cube. Yeah. <laughs> the thing hits the table and yeah. like the whole place shakes. Well, yeah. the, I mean, my dad was a construction, <clears throat> worked in construction and he got the like rugged version oh, of the phone. Sure. So you could like. Drop it two stories onto some concrete. And it would be it would fine. Still work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great that he had the phone in the bag. I think about yeah. bag phones a lot, actually. Really? Yeah. Do you wish you had one? No, <laughs> I don't. I just think it was just like such a interesting time of like yeah. a crude technology that was eventually honed. Because yeah. it's like it was like the the first like here's a mobile phone. But you need this carrying case and a cigarette and a cigarette lighter adapter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was like it's interesting that people thought that as thought of that as innovation because now we're like, how can we get computer chips in our brains? And they're like, what if we just had a phone but like we carried in a bag with us? You know. Anything yeah. else about Patsy Cline? Do you no, still, do you still was, rock with Patsy Cline? Do you throw this on? You know, I have one other Patsy Cline like relation, and it was just a few years ago at this first farm I worked at. One of my coworkers, we had I really liked her a lot, yeah. and but like a lot of farming is like listening to music and like chatting and stuff like that, and we had <clears throat> the most different musical taste you could have like it was she hated my music i hated her music the only thing we had in common is that we would listen to patsy klein well what did she listen to that you didn't like because this is fascinating to me she listened to like metal and there's a lot of screaming i knew you were gonna say metal yeah i had a feeling yeah that's like one of the only genres i'm like can't get down with i just I can't do it. It's not for everybody. Yeah. I And, you know, respect to people who like it. That's great. But she, I just, like, couldn't get down with it. <laughs> just, just taking some photos for posterity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so we just, yeah, when she and I, like, wanted to listen to music together, we always put on Patsy Cline. Yeah. That's great. That's great. that I, it's, it's wild that somebody who liked metal, heavy metal, was right. like, I also like Patsy Cline. Yeah. Yeah. Her, she, it was, like, heavy metal. Or Patsy Cline and Dolly Parton and like old old country. country. That's, yeah, that's wild. That must have been something she listened to as a kid. I think so. Yeah, she was um, she was like half a decade older than me. 
Okay. And her, she was probably close to your age, or now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, her parents were older, and I'm sure they like. Grew oh up yeah. On that stuff. yeah, yeah. And we're like, we can't believe our daughter's listening to death metal. Well, they also listened to it too. She would like go to these death metal concerts with her dad. That's big Florida energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a Florida girl. Let's go, girls. country for the next one yeah which i was really you this was one that what go ahead it's super surprising because i never considered myself as a country fan until i was in like high school and i could like pick my radio station oh okay and it was always country yeah it happens but this is a weird coincidence i'm just now realizing it um so this was one that you swapped out when you resent me your list because this was not on the original list oh really no it was not and i was pleased to see this on here because i genuinely love Shania Twain. Yeah, we bonded over Shania. And here's the thing is, I was talking to somebody at the co-op about this. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jason about this. Shout out to Jason, who is always a little uncomfortable with when I'm like, put on some pop music. Yeah, <laughs> let me, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how he doesn't like country music. Uh-huh. And I said, I used to think that way too. And But from 1994 to 2001, mm-hmm. my mom listened to yes. only country music. Yes, that's yeah. right. Okay. And... So I didn't like it at the time, mm-hmm. but it seeped into me and I absorbed all of it. And I retained like, I remember the songs, I remember the lyrics. Uh-huh. I remember a lot of specific details from being in the car and hearing it or watching CMT yep. and hearing mm-hmm. it or her getting the CDs from Columbia House. Yep. And so like as an adult now, I can appreciate those as just pop songs. Right. And so... We were t- I don't remember what we were talking about, but I was like, you know, I used to ha- say I hated country music, mm-hmm. but I actually am like, I like a lot of these songs genuinely. Yeah. I genuinely appreciate a yeah. lot of this music now. And so Shania, Tra- Shania Twain is one of those. Right. I Which was- she's like very, she can be, she can go either way. Yeah. Like there was that album she did that I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Up. Yeah. Where she had the, the two CDs yes. in the album. One, one is- was country and yes. one is pop. Yeah. Yeah. She so Shania Twain is very diverse in mm-hmm. her big pop energy, mm-hmm. um, and the the pop comes in on this album, mm-hmm. um, because 
I mean, the woman in me has some pop leanings, but it's still very twangy. Yes, super twangy. Also, shout out to that album celebrating 25 years. She just did a reissue wow. of it. What a yeah, woman. I know. I follow her on Twitter now. Nice. Yeah. I'm surprised she has a Twitter. She doesn't tweet very often, but she she has she's been very active lately to promote yeah. this reissue. Mm-hmm. But she also does a duet with Orville Peck, oh, who is a weird, mysterious, independent, yeah. quirky country artist who wears yeah. like a leather face mask with fringe. He has this oh. booming <laughs> baritone voice. Okay. Um, so like his identity is a secret. Oh, like Sia. A little bit, yeah, but like. Orville Peck is not his name. It's like a character he's playing, and he wants the music to speak for itself. Okay. And so he recorded a duet with her called Legends Never Die. Oh, interesting. And it's new. Yeah, brand new. Oh, is it on this 25-year No, this is just on his album. Oh, okay. So, But she's talking about that. She's been talking about the reissue. But so Shania in 97 dropped this album with Man, I Feel Like a Woman on it. This also has... Oh my god, all the hits. It's got uh that don't impress me much. Oh my god. <laughs> Talk about a bop. <laughs> wow. That we used to, we have that on our inventory playlist when we're doing yep. the data entry yep, yep, yep. at the end of the night. And uh, man, when that comes on. Nell really? helps with the data entry now. Yep. And she it's just nothing but hit after hit <laughs> and she loves it. So when did you come to because sh- I mean how what year were you born? I was born in '94. Okay, so, so you. So I w- clearly I wasn't listening to Shania when I was three. I was like, I you wouldn't were, remember. Yeah, that. I was like, you were toddling around when toddling, this album came yeah. out. But how did you come to Shania? Like, I assume on your own, probably. Um, no. Oh, so okay. my mom. So this one. So Patsy Klein is kind of like my connection with my dad. Okay. Music listening. Shania Twain is me and my mom. So on Saturday mornings, and I don't even know. Maybe I was like six seven on saturday mornings we would clean that was like yeah. our cleaning time you know women of the house gotta do our duties whoa water, that's water. that's yeah. no that's, i feel like that gets the problematic light but oh it, is, oh, it definitely <laughs> is but that's just how it was in my house growing up like yeah the patsy klein parent was not doing any of the work oh Oh, uh, come on. Mad- Madikin's dad. Come on now. I know. Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, you know, gender stereotypes aside, my mom and I would clean on Saturday mornings. And I had this, like, vivid snapshot in my head of it being, like, a bright, sunny, like, spring or fall day or whatever. And we'd open up the windows and we'd blast the music. And my house had three levels. And so we'd That's always... That's a huge house Yeah, I, live, I grew up in the suburbs. It was... Nice. Yeah. Um... And so we would turn up the music and I have no idea. My dad was gone, clearly. I don't know where my brother was or why he wasn't helping, but we would turn the music up so That's loud. That's the patriarchy. You gotta smash yeah. it. You have to smash your own patriarchy. Oh, I'm working on it. Um <laughs> and so you we got would, you, you got your you got your guy right in there right now cleaning something with a toothbrush. <laughs> like get to I fucking mean, work. Yeah, he did clean this weekend, so Good. clearly that's uh, I mean, I'm worried about being a deadbeat, which is why I uh clean the entire house yeah. and do all of the chores. That's great. You should be worried about being a deadbeat. Not because of you. Because everyone should be worried about not being a deadbeat in their own home. You're like fucking broke boy over here. <laughs> Yeah. So. Ball bag, get back to work. Yeah. Vacuum the carpet. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, get down there. <laughs> Hands and knees. Let's go.
you would blast Shania? We would blast. Well, we would blast Shania, and we would blast Ricky Martin. Oh wow! So it was really between is... between Shania and like Live in La Vida Loca. So you could, that's like a bonus track. I guess we could throw that in. I don't know if you want to feature that. Um, but you know, I think about that Ricky Martin album a lot actually right? because that was at like a very pivotal time for pop music. That was like the the year of Latin pop because uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez yep. and Mark Anthony yep. and Ricky Martin all hit it big in the mm-hmm. summer of 99. Okay. Living La Vida Loca, like I, again, didn't like it at the time because I was a 16-year-old boy mm-hmm. and I was like, give me that rap rock. Give me that Limp Bizkit. Give me that corn. No. <laughs> give me that chain wallet and my baggy Jenkos. I'm a fat, sullen teenage boy in the Midwest. Yep. But Mm -hmm. uh, looking back now that Ricky Martin had some fucking hits. Oh, yeah. uh, The Cup of Life song. Yep. And Live in La Vida Loca. And and Spanish Eyes. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what the cover looks like? Because he's just, he has this like baby face, like boy band, like short haircut. And he's wearing like a ribbed sweater. And he Uh just is like his hands half in his pockets. And he's giving this like sultry look. Yeah. And it's like very plain, but also like, whoa. Yeah. Ricky Martin. Yeah, Ricky Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I remember seeing that at all the record stores and w- mm-hmm. along with all the other pop that was like mm-hmm. really happening at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has a duet with um, Christina Aguilera that oh, I forgot about. That? No, no, no. At that time. Oh. It's on. I have a singles collection of hers and it's oh. on there and I totally forgotten about it. Okay. Yeah. It's I really good. Check it out. That's a good singles collection. <laughs> you should send it to me. <laughs> it's just nothing but hits. Of Nothing course. but hits. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Shania. Shania. Of all the Shania songs, you picked "Man, I Feel Like a Woman." Yeah. I just remember singing along. You know, like when you're a kid and you know all the words to the song, and yes. then like 20 years later you hear the song again, you're like, I cannot believe I sang along to that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I definitely didn't know what any of that was about, and now Men's I understand. Men's shirts, short skirts, oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was one of those where I was like, oh my god, I like. Sang along at the top of my lungs, and then later I was like, "Oh, okay, oh, yeah." That's yeah. right. Was your mom like, um, encouraging you to uh, sing along? Where she like, this is not appropriate for <laughs> you know. I think she was. Ears. I think she was just like, you know what, this is fun. Yeah. Let's jam out. I'm not thinking about the words. I know you're not because you're a six kid. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. So. I think she was just like, yeah, let's fucking, let's fucking go. go. Let's okay. Clean. All right. Yeah. Let's, I like uh, it. Yeah. Dance around. And and it's act- it's funny. My mom also was not into country music at that time, unlike your mom. <laughs> and she got into it via Shania Twain, I feel like. Okay. And now listens to country music. And when Shania Twain came back and did her, when she turned 50, I think she had a big concert series like two or three years ago. She had a Vegas she, like, residency. It was yeah. right before. That, okay. I think, or right after that, okay. and she did a tour, and she said it was her like, maybe she said it was her farewell tour, or maybe we all just thought that because she was fifty years old. But she had an amazing show. My you, mom and I went. Oh my god, that's awesome! And it was so. It was just. It was like, wow, she's still. Got I bet it. that's she really performed. fun. I bet that's really fun to see. Yeah, I and bet she, country- of course she played all of her hits. Yeah, you got. Yeah. You kind of got. And to. we just knew them all. We just yeah. sang there, and my mom had this like look of pe- I've actually been to a lot of concerts with my mom and she had this look of bliss on her face she was like oh. I just love I like purely wholeheartedly love Shania Twain <laughs> oh that's so charming yeah it was cute I yeah. have such debilitating concert anxiety mm, but I would yeah. love like 
theoretically, yeah. I would love to go to like a big show yeah. where it's just like fun and you just dance. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've maybe talked about your constant anxiety for like a second. And I think if you were going to go to a show, yeah. it would have to be one of those like big, I mean, maybe I'm misreading it, but like one of those big, huge venues like the XL or something, because then you kind of just, you buy a shitty seat. You're way far away. There's not many people around you because not everyone buys the shitty seats. And then you just are like in your own world as opposed to being at a small venue like it's mostly first Ave or something. I mean, it's like, mostly the concert anxiety. It's mostly like the because, I mean, we live close to the cities, mm-hmm. but it's also like the, oh, I have to drive. Yeah. And I have to get there. I hope I can find a place to park. Oh, God. Uh, the parking. And then it's like, oh, I, I work in the morning and mm-hmm. I'm washed as shit and I should not be out this late yeah, on a school night. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a lot of work night shows and then gotten up the next morning on and I'm coasting on less than four four hours of sleep oh, yeah that's not and good I'm anyone. like rocking it at work and everyone's like are you okay and I'm like what I can't hear you <laughs> no I'm not okay I was at a thing last night I yeah. can't he- fucking hear anything yeah um, well that would yeah since you work five days a week that shoots your uh so odds. it's I, but also it's like the crowd and you don't know, like, uh, yes, at a small venue, you hope that the people who are in the cr- the crowd with you are going to be respectful. But not but everybody. It's like way more closed yeah, in and anxious yeah. than a small venue. It's like I always feel more claustrophobic in those places. Um, but I've been to two big. Well, no, I've been to three big shows. I saw Stevie Wonder okay. at wow. the Target Center. Wow, wow, wow. That was We had amazing. really terrible seats, but mm-hmm. it was great because we just sat at the back yeah. and watched it. And they had yeah. like video monitor uh-huh. so you could kind of see what yeah, was going the on so far away, yeah like, he he was very small mm-hmm. um and then even on the tv screen is very small yeah <laughs> yeah but no we saw stevie um god like five and a half years ago mm-hmm. it was fun yep i saw the cure at the xl energy center not okay, that good okay the acoustics in there were pretty bad yeah and we were like in the vertigo inducing oh far like away seats side? No, it was really far back, like facing the stage, but this the angle was so steep that it just oh. got kind of dicey. Yeah. Um. But then I saw Phil Collins at the Target Center, which was oh. also not great seats, yeah. but a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And I thought we were going to be the youngest people there, but we were not. No. I was anticipating. Really? Yeah, I was anticipating that. Like, oh. who in their late thirties would go to a Phil Collins show? But there were people younger than me there, and I was like, wow, that's really that's good. I like that. You know, my only interaction with Phil Collins is that one time. If you're gonna, are you gonna say the target, the Tarzan soundtrack? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess that too. No, no, no. We, it was. Um, I was at Girl Scout camp. I was maybe ten years old. Yeah. I we didn't. There were like different activities you could do, and one of them was the week you were there, you learned how to sign a song, and then you like performed oh, the sign language yeah, song situation. Okay. And Which they, one did you do? We we did True Colors. Okay. And we got to pick between the Phil Collins version and the Cindy Lauper version. Yeah. And we obviously picked Phil. Yeah. And that's like your one. My okay. one Phil okay. Collins. I'm not like a wild Phil Collins gal. That's okay. That's not what this podcast is about. Yeah. No. I should I should launch a separate Phil Collins podcast. You should. <laughs> um, that would get anything really get the anything about Shania. Um, before we cruise into the next one, I just, she just, she looks great in, uh, animal prints. She That's really, she say. really favors the animal prints. Yeah. She rocks it. Yeah. And I remember not many that people can, from the man I, or the, um, the fucking, I, that don't impress me much video. She's got like a leopard thing happening and yeah. she's in the desert for some reason. I don't know if I've ever seen a Shania Twain music video. 
There, there's a lot going on, especially the uh, ones from this era. Uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> I'm gonna be rolling into work on four hours of sleep tomorrow. <laughs> They'll be like, "What were you doing?" And you're like, "I stayed up all night watching YouTube videos of Shania Twain." <laughs> what else? What? Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Um. This song, and currently, so the next one you picked is a Fleetwood Mac tune, and this is mm-hmm. actually very popping right now because there's a viral video of this skateboarder oh. who is skateboarding around, uh-huh. drinking cranberry juice straight from the bottle, okay. singing along to this, okay. and just like the big vibes that he has, yeah. like taking the nation by storm mm-hmm. because we need good things and like things to make us smile. Yeah. Uh, so cranberry so people, juice and he's just like riding a skateboard singing along Mac. to this drinking cranberry juice and so like mick fleetwood recreated the video as like yeah. a tribute yeah and people are just like talking about this guy all the time now he's like he posts a lot of videos on tiktok of like dancing break dancing okay and smoking weed cool so i but anyway dreams is popping right now well i didn't even know that so this is a news to you choose. breaking news breaking, breaking news. news um but by the time this airs, that'll be long that'll gone. Be, people yeah. won't even remember people what TikTok was. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, real TikTok. Yeah. Um, so, Fleetwood Mac. I chose... We are in your fall of 1983 pile now. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Let's see. Yeah. So, this is Rumors. And this is the second oh. time that somebody has picked the song really? to be in the podcast. Okay. I love... With, and now that I've done this so many times and I've mm-hmm. talked to so many different people who have so many different tastes... Uh, the Venn, like not the Venn diagram of where people's tastes converge, but the similarities are fascinating to me. Yeah. Like the cross section, because how many people have picked Bob Dylan or how many people have picked Joni Mitchell? Mm-hmm. Have they picked the same Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. song? Yes. Ha- like, and so Paige, the first time she was on the show, she picked this. Okay. Rumors. So where this, are we in your life at this point? This is okay. So again, with my dad, with the musical taste. At my cabin, there was a, a 
nationally syndicated radio show called The 70s with Cindy Barton. Okay. And it played every Saturday night from 7 to 10. That's a long radio show. It, it was, but... I mean, music from the late 60s to the early 80s is like, there's so much good stuff in there. That and is so a very, like, important time for tunes. Yes. Yeah. And so we would always listen to it. And I remember you being way too young to stay up until 10, but it was just like this thing. And there wasn't anything to do at my cabin besides hang out. There's like the radio to listen to. You could have a bonfire. You could, like, cook and eat and share meals. But there was no TV. There's no internet. This was before smartphones. Did you do a lot of jigsaw puzzles? Um. Yeah, we did some puzzling. We did a lot of games. Yeah. Played a lot of cribbage up there. I don't know how to play cribbage. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, I got, I got it on deck. We're gonna I do can, that. I mean, we can do that too. The next, <laughs> the, we're gonna launch a separate podcast where you teach me how to play card games. Yes. Oh my god, and drink at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that could go how so well. Fucking hammered am I gonna get? <laughs> very, very. Oh, no, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. uh. You, oh, I'm assuming you heard the song on yeah. with Cindy Barton. Yes, with Cindy Barton. So, what within, station? What station was this um, on? Do you remember? I think this was ninety five point five. I don't remember what their little jingle. Oh, it's that's like ninety five five. That's all. That's okay, like that's, the that's, that's good. No, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and it still plays today. It's like the most wild mix of music you could have. Like literally, my like I feel like this list is pretty wild mix. There could be, it would be like ten times more broad. You could. Oh, I think I know this station that you're talking about. And yeah, it's Northern like, Minnesota, like out of like Bemidji or something. Yeah, there's a lot of like free format stations now yeah. that it's just like a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really it's a mixed bag. You never know what you're gonna get. Okay. But Saturday nights, seven to ten, seventies music, and we would listen. And my dad, within like two seconds of a song coming on he could tell you the title the artist the year it came out what the album cover looked like what oh, songs nice. were on the a side nice. which songs All were on the, the b side yep. like it was he just had this like insane mind for musical details and he was never musical he didn't play music or sing or anything like that but he loved music so much and i remember just being so wildly entertained by his knowledge of music and I really, like, to this day, I still have a soft spot in my heart for 70s music, and Fleetwood Mac is one of my favorite groups. I don't know all of their songs. Well, I Rumors and the self-titled album were really Ru- all you need. Yeah, I mean, Rumors is has just all of my favorites on Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some other tunes you can throw in there from other albums, but yeah. I mean, like, after a certain point, it's all downhill it's weird and they like people in the band change see i don't even know that much about them i feel like for such well a so fan, I, I mean fleetwood mac were all drastically different before Lindsay buckingham and stevie nicks joined the group mm-hmm. and then they kind of like changed the direction the band was taking yeah and so with the self-titled album and with rumors which were released relatively close together mm-hmm. that is kind of where they hit the stride yes yeah. um would agree and then after that there was too much cocaine, <laughs> too much sex, yeah. too much divorce. Yeah. And it all kind of spiraled out of control. Things got a little, I think they got too big uh-huh. for themselves because mm-hmm. after Rumors, I don't know if there's one after that or not, but they released a double album called Tusk that was very poorly received. Oh. And then uh, after a certain point, Lindsey Buckingham quit the group. Okay. Um, but then, I mean, they got back together mm-hmm. in the mid-90s. 
yeah. and have done some reunion tours. But Lindsey Buckingham was since dismissed from the band, I think, mm-hmm. last year or the year before. Oh, okay. And they replaced him. And so Fleetwood Mac is still a thing, but without him. And what you love. Fleetwood Mac I care about is it's rumors. rumors yeah 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 and so dreams is just a song that like the opening like drums or whatever is yeah. happen- like I don't it just is like oh like it oh does it does set a tone like it yeah. really there's this is one of the songs like right from the beginning it does set a very evocative tone yeah and you just are like fuck this is a good song just like there are mm. only two, and this is a conversation I had with Paige about rumors. I don't know how you feel about the ones that Christine McVie sings lead on, but there are two songs that are not Lindsey Buckingham or Stevie Nicks singing lead. One of them is Oh Daddy. Oh. And then one of them, I don't, oh, there's a, there's two on rumors that I skip. Yes, Everything yeah, else yeah, yeah. is rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um. I had, I mean, I grew up with a lot of Fleetwood Mac because my parents, when we were, when my parents were very early into adopting compact discs into the house, we got a CD player, I think long before a lot of other people got Mm -hmm. a CD player. And so right away we joined Columbia House. Nice. Got those 12 CDs for a penny each. And one of them was the Fleetwood Mac Greatest Hits that had the green Mm -hmm. cover with the white flower in the center of it. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. And so I remember hearing a lot of these and then a lot of the other like latter day ones like Big Love um, is is one that I really enjoy, Mm -hmm. which is mostly a Lindsey Buckingham solo song, I guess, which I didn't know until a couple of years ago. Yeah. But yeah, the band all hated each other at that point. Yeah, I it it seems a little tumultuous. That's why I'm like a selective yeah, Fleetwood Mac yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. But this song, I just always loved it, and it's actually my favorite song of all time. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know a lot of other artists. Like I know like their whole discography by heart. Yeah. I do not, I don't dabble in Fleetwood Mac that much, but this song, I'm like, let's just fucking go. If I (laughs) ever don't know what to put on, I put this song on. Okay. 
And it also it comes so early in the album too. It's second. I know. Yeah. Yes, it is. I knew that, and I know that it all goes downhill from there. And then I like the closer to the end of the album, the more I skip. Oh, okay. Because I, I mean, like, so that has that has "Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow" on it, mm-hmm. and it has "Gold Dust Woman," which mm-hmm. is when you get into like spooky Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like "Rumors." Mm-hmm. The self-titled album it has "Landslide" on it, and it has a couple other well-known right. singles yeah. on it um how do you feel about the song silver spring do you fuck with that song at all i don't even know which one that is okay that's not on rumors it was cut from the album Ooh. but it's like a like a cult favorite like a fan favorite okay, okay. yeah they play it at the reunion show the chain yeah that's yeah okay yeah yeah I don't yeah. know. I like Silver Spring. Okay. People, a lot of people do covers of that song, and I really like oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah, people do. People cover Fleetwood Mac a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't think most people should do it. This is okay. The one caveat I will give to that statement is that I can never decide. Slash, maybe I'm leaning away from Fleetwood Mac on this. The Dixie Chicks. Sorry, the Chicks. Oh yeah. When they the sing chicks. Landslide. Who boy. I think I might like that version better than Fleetwood Mac just because they harmonize. Like, Fleetwood Mac, you just get Stevie Nicks' voice, and you're like, oh, so smooth, so good. But yeah. then the la- the chicks, yeah. Yeah. when they harmonize, it's like, ooh, you might have even done it better. I don't know. You know, it's hard, like, ugh. Yeah, no, I, I totally conflicted. I totally understand. That is a really good version of that song. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the few artists that do a cover of it that do it justice. Yeah. They don't butcher it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I can't stand to listen to any other Fleetwood Mac covers. <laughs> Um, so we're moving into John Mayer. John Mayer. So this was a surprise because A, I have never heard this song before. What? Yeah. Oh. Do you so, never uh, do you ever so, listen to John Mayer? I listened to John Mayer 
the his first album. Okay. Because yeah. I was in college when it came mm-hmm. out, and a friend of mine had downloaded a bunch of it illegally off nice. of Audio Galaxy. Shout yep. out to Chris Breyer. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, but we would we he turned me into a bunch of like acoustic versions. <sighs> yeah. And so there's like a really intricate version of Neon that he did He's with like a lot of really technical guitar stuff. Yeah. And there was he does a acoustic cover of a Radiohead song called okay. the he does a cover of Kid A, okay. which is like I've a, never heard that one. It's it's a weird very like um atmospheric radiohead song okay that's like relies heavily on production mm-hmm. and vocal manipulation oh. and so like listening to it in the context of the radiohead album mm-hmm. you're like yeah okay but like hearing Super it produced. hearing it taken out of context and someone with an acoustic guitar is singing these lyrics straight yeah it was i was like wow okay yeah so like i kind of fucked with that first john mayer mm-hmm. album but anything after that, I was just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. So, so tell me about this, because this is from a later John Mayer album. Yes. Where he's got a big coat with a collar on the front cover. Yep. From Paradise Valley? No. That's Paradise Valley. No, he has a big This one's from something else. He's got a big coat. There's like a big coat. He Does he only do covers with big coats now? <laughs> Is he a big big coat oh, guy? Oh, it's from it's from the album Heartbreak Warfare, and it's like a zoomed in. It's like a cream background, yeah, and it's like a black and white. He's looking off in the distance. He's wearing a popped collar. Yeah, this the album after that Paradise Valley is this more like folky okay. like. He's wearing. He's also wearing a big coat. On. Sorry, I you know. You're like I can't. I got ke- it. You're like I can't keep these coats straight. Yeah, he. D- I guess he does do a lot of big coats. But so my so dreams is my all time favorite song. John Mayer is my all time favorite artist. Wow. Okay. And it spans way back to when I was a little kid and my mom's back seat. We were going to the grocery store and she would play Cities '97. Big Cities '97 energy. Yeah. And yeah. John Mayer, like I want to run through the halls of my high school yep. and scream at the top of my lungs. Like yep. I remember going way back to that, which was in the '90s, and. And I didn't even know it was John Mayer. And then, so this, like, this, we're shifting into the section of music where I started to choose music for myself instead of just, like, hearing other people playing it, hearing it on the radio. And so I just fell in love with John Mayer. I had a really good friend at the time who was also super in love with John Mayer. Also, I chose this song specifically because my first ever concert was a John Mayer concert, and this was the opening song and it also has a really good opening hook, and it's like I did. You know, I will say that I, I when I saw Jam Mayer on your list, I my in, my the snobby elitist in me was like, mm-hmm. oh brother. But yeah. like I did ride hard for Room for Square, so like I I was like, yes, he right. he despite whatever kind of lecherous mm-hmm. personal leanings he has, mm-hmm. as which a pu- were a long time ago. Um, because he was like banging jennifer love hewitt for a while at yeah. one point and, and then he was banging uh jessica simpson and then he shit talked her in playboy magazine and so yeah he seems like a real pussy hound yeah but um he's also dated taylor swift who's on your t-shirt yeah shout out to taylor swift yeah. um katie perry they made a really cute music video together for the song who you love but so i i was like oh john mayer but yeah. I was like, he writes good pop songs. And then yeah. he, I started playing this because I was like, what the fuck song is this yeah. even? And the opening with the way the orchestral warm up mm-hmm. just stays. Yes. And then it, the music just comes sliding in over yeah. the top of that. I was like, okay, I see why this yeah. is something that, like, I was like, this is actually really good. This right. is impressive. Yeah. Just say so.
You said it. You're not even a John Mayer fan. I'm a huge John Mayer fan. Also, I went to this con- concert. Where was it? Was it like a Target Center? The, I think it was at the XL. Okay. And my mom had some sort of hookup that we were seeing in a suite. Oh, wow. And this was nine days after I had knee surgery. So I was like a couple days off of like the hard drugs that they gave me to get through the recovery. And so, you know, maybe I was still a little high on those. But like, oh my God, that I was like glued to the stage like it was such an amazing concert it reaffirmed my love for John Mayer I think maybe I like knew who he was and I liked him but then she got these tickets for free or something and then I was like okay and then I was like whoa John Mayer that's wild that you were in a suite for a concert I've always looked for my where the plebes Mm -hmm. sit in the top Mm -hmm. I'm always a plebe too but except that one time and I I see these sweets and these people yeah and I'm like man eating the free food yep I'm like what's this like when we went I don't remember what show it was but we were taking the escalators Mm -hmm. up to get to where our shit was and we passed through the floor where you get off for the yeah and there's like nobody around and and I was like man we are in we're this is not the section we're supposed to be in we gotta get back on the escalators like they were like okay you fucking brokies keep going yeah yeah no it was it was so sweet and it was like you know this bright spot in my stupid knee injury recovery that sounds rough yeah and that was that will always fine but it really did like totally spark my obsession with john mayer does he still do is he still active does he still do things hasn't he released a couple singles in the past, like, five or so years, but it's been a while since okay. he... He released The Search for Everything, I think, in 2016, which was his last album. I know he was playing with members of the Grateful Dead Yes, he does point. have, like, a... I think their band is called Dead and Company. Yes. And so he does that a little bit. And he's strangely gotten pretty famous for his... Um, Instagram TV shows that I forget what they were called, but they, he did them like weekly and he would interview people and there was like a bunch of um, brightly colored like plush toys in the background. Huh. And I didn't know that he was an Instagram influencer. An yeah. Icon. Oh, yeah. He okay. is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I should yeah. look. I should see what he's doing. I should look yeah. him up. Yeah. Okay. Give him a, give give him him a, a call. watch. Get, <laughs> give him a call. Give him down here. Get him yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd love that. Uh- way to explain or say how painful the hangover was today in front of the toilet hands and knees trying to breathe in between the dry heaves my baby made me some coffee afraid that if i drink some it's probably coming right back out me couple of advil relax and chill at a standstill with how bad i feel Think I need to smell fresh air So I stepped out the back door and fell down the stairs The sunlight hit me dead in the eye Like it's mad that I gave half the day to last night My bad sight made me trip on my ass Right into that patch of grass Like that's life 
all of a sudden, I realized something. The weather is amazing, even the birds are bumping. Stood up and took a look and a breath, and there's that bike that I forgot that I possessed. Never really seen exercise as friendly, but I think something's telling me to ride that 10 speed. The brakes are broken, it's alright. The tires got air and the chain seems tight. Huh. Hopped on, it felt the summertime. It reminds me of one of them Moosab lines. Like sunshine, sunshine, it's fine. I feel it in my skin, warming up my mind. Sometimes you gotta give in to win. I love the days when it shines. Whoa, let it shine. Sunshine, sunshine, it's fine. Now, so, now we're getting into this is a, again a drastic change of pace mm-hmm. because we're getting into was local. It's yep. from here. Mm-hmm. We have to like it. Um, if you're from the mis- Midwest and it doesn't matter where, <laughs> say shh. You do you know I don't that? No, no, no. Oh, that's no, a line. That's a no, line from a different song. No, I never got into atmosphere. Hopefully, some people will. I am not from here, right. and so by the time I got here, I was kind of like atmosphere. Like so, local rap music, I've tried. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for a year, uh, a number of years ago, I worked with the youth at the youth center, the key in mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing young white teenagers love more than local hip hop. Yeah. And so I learned a lot about local hip hop uh-huh. in 2008 and 2009. Yep. And it was just like, this is, I do not, I, this is not for me. Like, right. I do not, like, I love, I love rap music mm-hmm. and I love real hip hop, mm-hmm. hip hop, real hip hop. <laughs> And but I was like, you know what? This I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 no. Brother Ali, no Doom Tree. Okay. No, yeah. like everything that they were just cramming down my throat uh-huh. all, all the time. Any artist loosely associated with the Rhyme Sayers label. Yep. I was just like, I this I don't this I'm not feeling any of yeah. this. And so I never got into Atmosphere. I know that they are very popular. Really popular. Have a lot of music. Yes. Yeah. Still producing music. Yeah. And they were so the they were responsible for organizing Soundset the yep somewhat I think they canceled I mean they didn't do it this year obviously but I think yeah. that was not a th- there was gonna not be a thing anymore but it was like a decade of these one day festivals yep where it was like both local artists and somewhat big names yep but getting the big name to show up was always a little dicey sometimes yeah um but so tell me how you came to this because do you listen to a lot of rap music I don't okay um I think. I don't know why I like atmosphere, but I really like atmosphere. I like the stories that Slug tells. I think they're related. Like, Sunshine is so relatable in a way of just being, like, hungover and being like, God, I should go outside. Man, it's beautiful outside. I'm still hungover. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm this is a pretty old song, Super too. old. Yeah. I first heard this when I went to this camp where we would go on faraway trips and we'd be stuck in the van with a lot like for a long time and so this must have been like 2011 when I first heard this song okay and one of the counselors who I thought was really cool she played this song and I was like oh my god and I was like this is I've never heard this kind of music on my own like I didn't listen to was she like, how do you do, fellow young people? And <laughs> let me throw on some some real hip hop. Well, she was like, she was this interesting person. She was from Minnetonka, mm-hmm. like wealthy suburb of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and she went to Colorado College. So she was like, kind of crunchy granola, but also like okay. super wealthy. Sure. So, so reject. She- so was she rejecting her wealth? Yes. Okay. But like also taking advantage of it. Like she had like the fanciest gear and stuff, okay. and like yeah. brand name, yeah. like outdoorsy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, she played Atmosphere. 
And she sang every word, and I was like, wow, that's cool. I want to be like her. And then I went home and I don't remember how I got atmosphere because 2011 I didn't I didn't like go on YouTube. Maybe like I don't remember. Maybe I played it on. Um, wow, I really can't remember how that was like. How do you get music? Like how did you get music in the dark ages of 2011? Yeah, I don't remember. I was in high school. Yep. Download it illegally. Yeah, I guess. File or like sharing. SoundCloud or something. Check or out like SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it is somehow weird. To th- it is weird to think about that, like how people found out about things yeah it wasn't even that long ago either it's less than a decade ago yeah but But in terms of the internet it feels like a while ago yeah and in terms of music and streaming and well because i mean like there were no like spotify was not a thing right um apple music was not a thing no um you still had to like buy music on itunes a lot of the time yeah you had to buy music on itunes or buy a cd and then put it in your computer upload it and that was in the dark ages when computers had a cd drive Mm -hmm. my laptop does not have a cd drive mine does but it's from 2000. 13 nice. so yeah, yeah pretty soon it won't because i it'll die. i do have an exterior mm-hmm. like a, a drive to plug yeah because you're it. a cd man i am a cd man well i'm a i'm a physical media man yeah um but yeah, that was when we were buying this computer i was like yo y'all got external drives because i i can't bang with just how yeah, this is and they were that. like yeah we have it i'm like okay good yeah great <laughs> um yeah, so I don't know what it is about Atmosphere. Okay. I don't know. Like, I like a select few of their songs. Okay. And I'm not into the other, like, I'm not into Doomtree. I know, like, a few Brother Ali songs. Like, I like some Dessa. Okay. I, like, have listened to P.O.S., but not really. Like, that, like, kind of whole Yeah, that's, like, the whole vibe. scene. Yeah, yeah. I, like, have never been that into it. Like, I can listen to it if someone puts it on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. No, every once in a while, no song. But. Sunshine is just like this really good. What's well, representative know, of like a, a time? Feel good, and a yeah, yeah. And you're, I like can cool get counselor. the yeah. yeah, I can get the vibe of yeah. of uh, what he's talking about. Okay, all right.
into and i was surprised by this because i had never heard this beyonce song you're killing me i'm so, i'm an uncultured buffoon <laughs> that's okay no i i mean like i yes i know a lot of her singles uh-huh. and i know a lot of yeah. the later beyonce stuff where she wants to be taken as seriously as an artist with a capital a yep. who makes visual albums oh, only visual albums um and I remember when, like, the internet caught fire when uh-huh. Lemonade came out and yeah. everyone was shitting themselves. Yeah, yeah this is way, this is so this many is, years yeah, before many Lemonade. Yeah, many years before that. Uh, yeah. But so this is Love on Top. And I listened to top. this before I came down here and mm-hmm. it's, like, mad whimsical sounding. It is. And it, it's reminiscent of, like, very early Whitney Houston uh-huh. and its production. Yeah, And kind All of the, the arrangement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... How I mean, we I think we've talked about Destiny's Child mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. but so how did you come into Beyonce, Destiny's Child, but specifically this Beyonce song? Yeah, well, this is like the same story as the last song. Okay, I was in a van. I really <laughs> like the time, counselor that put much, it on. How much time did you spend oh my in God, vans? Like hours and hours, so many. And w- so, really, on the way out to where we were getting dropped off, yeah. this month-long canoe trip that I was on, we listened to the song so many times. You listen to it; it doesn't have that many lyrics. You basically just get the chorus down, yeah. and then you sing it higher and higher yeah. until yeah. you can't anymore. And yeah. then you do like one more uh-huh. key change, and then you're done. Yeah. And so I just remember, like, us just singing this song constantly while we were just paddling, just huh. in the middle of Canada with my like twenty three-year-old guide or whatever and when I was is an this impressionable teenager when is this from because this is like before um, the self-titled album even yeah y- oh yeah this was 2012 when i first okay okay fucked with this song okay and it really and it was from the album four, four. i her believe fourth? which is her fourth album yeah. four is her favorite number okay. so it's a pretty big deal <laughs> um <laughs> this album also has so many good songs like party with andre three th- 3,000? Yeah, it's not Andre 2,999. No. It's Andre 3,000. <laughs> Andre 3,000. And um, Countdown, which is another amazing song. And this song just is, or this album is just like, it's just so many good. Like, her earlier albums, there are some good songs. The more albums she puts out, mm-hmm. the more amazing all of the songs are. And this was the first one for me where it was like, every. I love every single okay. song. Okay, okay. Because this is, I mean, like, I... Started. I mean, I started writing about music regularly in mm-hmm. 2013. So I listened to the self-titled album, yep. and I listened to Lemonade, yep. and I wrote about both of those because yep. I was like, "This is a thing I should be aware of." But like mm-hmm. before that, I was just like, "Okay, Beyonce w- used to be in Destiny's Child, yeah, and now she has these solo albums." So I was like aware of some of the singles, yeah, but I never sat down from beginning to end. And so like this is one that I was like, I knew she had an album called Four. Mm-hmm. I knew it was her fourth album. Yeah. I was not familiar. I'm not familiar with any of these. Yeah, yeah. She. I. It seems like the first. Like I said, I'm not an aficionado of the first three albums that she did. I know yeah. the hits, but I don't know all the songs. Or maybe the first two, I don't know. Which um, one is? So there's. I am Sasha Fierce is the third one where she did the like two sided yeah, kind of uh-huh. like the first side i am uh-huh. in air quotes <laughs> is like the soft ballad yeah, kind of yeah. and then she gets to her sasha fierce side again air quotes Sasha. Fierce, which one which, which is her alter ego that has um fucking um sing it has like ladies single ladies yeah. and if i were a boy and halo they're yeah, all on that one yeah Halo is a good song. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the music video of her, or not music video, the video of her singing it in like a women's clinic? 
No. Some, oh, I no. am sending you the link. It's amazing. Okay. But it's she just sing it. She just belt in and Do out. Do you like the stuff that she the collaborative album she did with uh with her husband? I love it. Okay. I think it's amazing. I th- it's a little more like fuck you over the top than I like normally like. Okay. Because they're normally a little more humble. Yeah. Um uh, or at least she is. I never listen to Jay-Z. Jay-Z not my favorite, is but. um yo why yo. I, I can't do the Jay-Z impression on the spot like that, but like I have this like his voice in my head a lot of yeah. the time. Uh-huh. Yo, B. Yeah. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. Um, <laughs> But I like Jay-Z's first album, Reasonable Doubt, but he was also in his early 20s and he was still dealing cocaine. And that yeah. album is really fucking good. Mm. But everything else after that is not as good. You think So you think the cocaine was the magic? I think that he was so hungry mm-hmm. and was like i mean it's gritty it's a gritty album and it's got really gritty production Mm -hmm. everything else since then i mean it has like he has good singles yeah but as a whole the quality or like the level of um how compelling it is to listen to has waned i mean like some of his songs are fucking fun as hell okay like um Hard Knock Life mm-hmm. is a fun song. Oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> you know, here's an aside. Nell had not heard of that song before. Oh. And she quoted the musical Annie at work the other day. <laughs> and so I maybe, was, are you sure you want to do a podcast with her? <laughs> it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be weird yeah. because she is young and I'll be like, God, I'm so fucking washed. But <laughs> she, she, she quoted Annie and I said something about Hard Knock Life and she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you've never heard the song by Jay-Z, Hard yeah. Knock Life? And she's like, I don't know what that is. And so I played it yeah. on my phone and she was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I was, I had to catch myself from saying, how have you never heard this? Yeah. But she was born the year it came out. That's And why. so I was like, I'm not going to be wild dickish about this. And I'm just going <laughs> to let this Good one job. go. I'm just going to let this one go. That was nice of you. Chalk it up to me being uh, staring down the barrel of 40 and you <laughs> being in your very early 20s. Yeah. And that time makes fools of us all. And so right, like, yeah. but 99 Problems is a really fun song. Uh-huh. And I still know the entire first yep, verse that of that. Yeah, that one I know. That one I know. Um, Dirt Off Your Shoulder. Okay. Um, I mean, so like Jay-Z has singles, but like from beginning to end, Reasonable Doubt is like the one album. It's like, it's solid. It's incredible. Yeah. And so the thing he did with Beyonce, especially after his infidelities. Yes. And, and he really, or she released her personal album. Yeah. He released his. Uh, released yeah. 444 their. is not a good album. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like, had his tail between his legs. Yeah. He could make a smash album because then people would be like, you're a douchebag. You're profiting off this. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, it, is ref- did, it is reflective, but yeah. it's also not like, I don't know. It's not an apology. Right. Um. Which, I, you know, she... She like ripped him a new one in her album. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't think she ever expected him to apologize. She was like, "Yo, fucking own up. Yeah. Don't ever do it again." And we might be able to get through this. I remember when they toured together, like the on the Saw run. Saw that show. The first one or the second one? Because they were um the first one. Okay, because the last time they came through on the on the run tour, mm-hmm. I remember someone I follow on Twitter was saying over, like overheard at this concert on the escalator someone going nobody is here to see Jay-Z I mean it's true <laughs>
I went to so the yo first ba- yo baby. <laughs> the first um the first run of that tour. Yeah. They did not stop it in Minneapolis. <sighs> so I went to Chicago oh, okay. with my good friend who loves Beyonce. Okay. Um was that at this was that at Soldier Field? Yes. Okay. Yeah, outdoor venue. Yeah. Yep. Kind of. And that's the Bears football stadium. Are you a Bears fan? I am originally from Illinois, and I've okay. spent a lot of time in Chicago. So Great. Well, there you go. Also, the podcast that I just recorded this morning was with my internet friend, Joe. Right, in Chicago. Who lives in Chicago. Sick. So he was name-dropping all these famous venues the yeah. entire time. Because uh-huh. he's a singer-songwriter. Oh, and so he was okay. talking about going to shows yep. and everything. And I was like, oh, Aragon bra- Ballroom. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Shubas. Ah, gang, gang. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, I think like that's the kind of concert you can only have at soldier field yeah well and like you know they would play some songs together and then he would do a set and then she would come out and do a set and they would play some songs together it was like kind of they swapped yeah and every time jay-z played the whole arena even though it was outdoors just smelled like weed and so we were like i was kind of just sitting there like okay when is beyonce gonna come back i'm here for her and i don't smoke and (laughs) I thought you were going to say everybody got up to, like, use the bathroom or oh, to, like, buy no, no. food or something. I mean, there were a lot. I, I would bet that everyone was there for one or the other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, I don't love Jay-Z, but I was kind of just like, okay, I'll chat with my friend while he's on. <laughs> Yo, why you two talking during the show? <laughs> yeah, but I remember, ooh, I remember that was the time when... She like changed up the lyrics to one of her songs to match him, and the song was about a partner who had cheated on. Oh no! It's the singer, and then like the first person in the song, you know, and then so everyone was like, "Oh my god, is he cheating on her?" Which he probably was. Be- with Becky with the good hair. Yeah, Becky yeah. with the good probably was. It's was probably oh. a years long affair because he's probably an asshole. I don't know. I've Jim always you. thought that she, he's the reacher and she was a settler in the relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, Crazy in Love is fun because it's like the very beginning of their relationship, yeah, and well, his verse is like f- is fire. He yeah. just pops up. Well, and there's a lot of there's a lot of good. It feels like more real human relationship yeah, stuff yeah. in their album, Ape Shit that they made. Yeah, I rem- yeah. Or yeah. um, what is it called? Love is everything or something. I don't. I listened Carters. to it a, a couple of times and I was like, "Yeah, this is yeah. like luxury rap. It's just two <laughs> rich people talking about being rich." Yeah. Oh, that is most of it. Yeah. Being rich, being powerful, being black, having a legacy. They can't touch. Like saying no one can touch them. That's what it is. It's yo, still I'm, good. Though. Yo, I've never been in the ocean before, but it's crazy. <laughs> um. But yeah. So okay. Beyonce. So love on tap yeah. is like. My first, and then for a while, Beyonce was everything to me. She was my favorite artist. I like really, really like loved her. But then I got out of this phase of like be- having pop be everything to me. Okay. And so that's when J- John Mayer came in faithfully okay, okay, and kind of okay, took okay, over. Okay. My relationship with John Mayer is longer than Beyonce. It's more of a slow burn. Okay. Beyonce was like a hot torrent love affair. I still love Beyonce, <laughs> but she. She really came in, blew my socks off, and then bounced. went to the back background. Yeah. Okay, and then bounced. Yeah, and, and uh, sends you sometimes sends you that what you do in text. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or she the still you does. up, you she up. She still does. Yeah.
luck I don't know what I wanna be when I grow up I just count the rain Wearing the floor to the boards again I wish I could find a soul to steal I could be the engine and you could be the wheel And we could drive it home And never have to worry about being alone Ooh, I follow my track See all the times I should have turned back Ooh, I wept alone I know what it means to be on my own Um, so we're getting into the last couple here. Yeah. And, um, so the I did not know this other one. Okay. But the last two that I did, I uh-huh. did obviously know. Yeah. yeah. We've talked yeah. extensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. She's, she's, I mean, this she's I recognize the name. She's obviously very mm-hmm. popular. Like all. She's gotten much more famous in the past couple of years. Um, like. I want to say alt country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like folksy country. Yeah, folksy country a singer. Bit of pop. Yeah, yeah. But so, what's your relationship with her specifically? The song, which is "Hard Way Home." She, I don't know wh- when is this from. Is this oh recent? Gosh. No, this is from um, an album called Bear Creek. Yes, I think, and this has to be like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe even earlier than that. But I mean, time is time is a flat circle. Time really means nothing anymore. Yeah. So So this was when I feel like she was reaching her epitome of, like, love on top is from when Beyonce was really coming into like this is who Beyonce is. She's no longer part of Destiny's Child. Hard way home. R.I.P. Destiny's Child, though. Yeah, but um, but they like reunited on the homecoming show, and it was great. I know. But I miss like man, the writing's on the wall is so fucking good. (laughs) Love that album, but you know, if they would keep going, you wouldn't love them as much, because then they pull a Fleetwood Mac. I should be thankful for the time that I had with Destiny's yes. Child and not yes. be sad that it's over. Yeah, yeah. that's. I think you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> oh, it's just too bootylicious. Too um, bootylicious. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah. Tell me about this, br- like, so. So when this, did you get into Brandy Carlisle? Okay, so I mean, this is another. So a lot of my favorite life stories revolve around camp. This is you, you are know, very outdoorsy. I am, yeah, but I, you know, yeah, I am. There's and no I am thing. not, and it's that okay. is the difference between yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Hard Way Home. So Sunshine and Love on Top were songs I heard as a camper. Yeah. Hard Way Home is a song I belted out like when I got to be in charge of the music. Oh. When I had little tykes in the back. Not okay. Little tykes, like, you know, teenagers. Okay. Twelve year olds. So you're being impressionable. You're 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 I you are you are making yeah. the impression on impressionable yes. minds. Yeah. Yes. And so I listen to a lot of Brandy Carlisle. I have some really, really dear friends from camp who also love Brandy Carlisle. Okay. okay. And this was one of the songs that we would just scream and you can like really identify and you're like, Oh my god, Brandy, I struggled too and like sometimes you just gotta grin and bear it, and you gotta get through it, and you get to the other side, and you'll make it. We'll make it. Everything will be fine. And so, just like okay, between the album Bear Creek and the album Firewatcher's Daughter, have my favorite Brandy Carlisle songs on them. She's still very active, isn't she? She, she puts is out things very pretty active. regularly. She released an album in 2018 okay. that was huge. I think that's what prope- propelled her to the success she has now. And then she's also part of the group The High Women, which yes, maybe yeah, yeah, I have heard of them. Yeah. With like Marin Morris and 
gosh to other people that are less famous um <laughs> <laughs> hopefully yeah, they're becoming more famous fucking coattail riders yeah but um so she's uh she's really popular in some circles and or she has been for a long time yeah like the two people in her band phil and tim hanseroth are who she start. they're twins okay and they're who she started her band with and um they did a lot of harmonies. They started okay. in like Portland or Seattle, okay. somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And they have really like stayed true to that style, but now added a bunch of members, become super famous. about the take forget about the give i want to leave this town fake my death and never be found Ooh, i follow my track see all the times i should have turned back Ooh, i wept alone i know what it means to be on my own Ooh, the things i've known looks like i'm taking the hard way home Ooh, the seeds i've sown really wholesome she did this um a couple nights ago on instagram live or maybe it was like a no i think you had to buy a ticket to it it was like 10 bucks and it was the fireside set or something have you have you i mean so we kind of talked a little bit about how you're holding up in the pandemic you are living your best life Mm -hmm. you've been working outside yep doing flowers Mm -hmm. doing farming Mm -hmm. but like a lot of people have been like holed up in their homes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like the internet and like musicians who are still trying to like perform for mm-hmm. people have turned to these concerts, like yeah. charging a couple bucks yeah. to do like a live stream that you get access right. to or the Instagram versus yeah. uh, battles mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Have you have you watched any of those or have I you haven't. done any of those? Okay. I have not, but Brandy did it two nights ago and everyone I know that is a Brandy fan or even remotely a Brandy fan. So this is the best thing ever. Go and downloaded it. You can watch it as many times as you want for two weeks. It's 10 bucks. She does all the best songs and like some other ones. Her wife, Catherine sings with her a couple times. It's just outside of her home. Okay. Do you check it out? I think I'm going to cop it. Yeah. I'm, you know, like I told you, I'm going on vacation next week. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll just pop it on. Maybe build a fire, pretend like I'm ha- like she's right there with me. I don't. Are know. you musical? Do you play anything? I do not okay. play any instruments. Okay. I took um choir for three years okay. in middle school because okay. you had to pick something, and okay. I was like, learning instruments looks really hard. I'm okay. not gonna do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Seeing the sun go down again, staying in my bed for too long now. Heard you were out last night, my friend Say you're looking well, you seem happy 
before we get into the last two which is i mean the, again we are drastically shifting gears are, now yeah. from wholesome outdoorsy folksy <laughs> country <laughs> yeah. to big pop energy big pop energy yeah. i feel like yeah there was like specific settings or specific friend groups i have uh-huh. i listen to different types of music okay and so when I was like deep into this camp phase of my life, I worked at the summer camp for four years. I would listen to Brandy Carlo all the time. I still love her. I'll still put her on any day. But now I'm just like so into pop. And I feel like that was one of okay. the things. That's totally okay. Yeah. I like definitely, I feel like I've been more um, okay with saying I'm into pop since I Same. walked by the kitchen all the time and you and Wes were just bopping. Wiling out, doing big dance Wiling moves. Wiling out, yeah. huge dance moves, just like always playing pop. And I was like, you know what? I love pop. And I'm not afraid to say I it. I thought you were going to be like, you know what? What is wrong with these guys? <laughs> no. These two, no. Fuck, these two fucking clowns. That's why I like, you know, I was standing in my back room the whole time, like yeah. never interacting with anyone. And I was like, finally, something I can like say something to someone about. <laughs> like, hey, I like your music. <laughs> Yeah, the one the one time you walked by and he was playing Toxic and you were like, this is a bop. And I'm like, oh, Maddie can know. She, you know what's up. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, oh, she can talk and she has good taste <laughs> music. <laughs> See, I know that's the thing is I, I'm, I, I, I never know how much to try to get new people at work to like interact yeah. and if they want to or not. Right. And so like you had started working and you were like kind of passing through and like kind of mm-hmm. occasionally chatting. I'm like, how, like how, how much of a friendship opportunity do I want yeah. to really try to drum up here? And then it was right. like nutritional yeast and pop music. Yeah. And I and was I, like, let's fucking go. It was like, we had like, I'd like made some comments about the pop music yeah. and <laughs> then you ate the vegan pizza. And I was like, Hey, this vegan pizza is actually pretty good. Yeah. And you were like, you eat, ve- are you vegan? And I was like, Kind of, but yeah, not really. Kind of not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then, now here we are. And then we just kept going. Yeah. yeah. So um, you have, so Leon is Leon. an artist that you turned me on to. Well, that's like, that's why this last two, I don't know if you realized uh, it, yeah, but it's like a great duo. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this was during one of our early conversations mm-hmm. where we were talking about tunes. Yep. And you were like, have you heard of this person? And I was yep. like, no, but I put a note in my phone and I checked it out. And, now and you I love was her. like, she's really great. And then yeah. she... It was around this time that she had just started to release trickles of her new yep. album, which, which is coming is out this month, October thirtieth. Which I mean, this w- will not air by October thirtieth. So maybe but we should do a little caveat add on. No, <laughs> but um, so she, yeah, she is. You said she's Swedish. She is Swedish. And how did you hear about her? You know, I heard about her because Spotify just played her. You know how you play a, an album or a playlist, and then after, well, you you're not you don't listen to Spotify all the time. I use I don't like Spotify Mobile because I'm not paying for Spotify, uh-huh. and so I hate that. It won't let me play an album, yeah. and it just makes the the, the oh, shuffle. Yeah, I forgot about that part. And so it it 
it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And there have been times where I have really considered just ponying up the money just mm-hmm. to avoid this mm-hmm. because sometimes I just want to listen to like an album yep. or check out an artist yeah. and not be like fall prey to the algorithm. Right. But Spotify is algorithm based. And so I know a lot of people discover things via right, their yeah. daily mix or their new release yeah. mix. And that's how Andrea, she listens to a lot of Spotify mm-hmm. and she's found a lot of good things yeah. through these mixes mm-hmm. or these recommendations. She found like a very folksy acoustic cover of a Carly Rae Jepsen song Mm. and she was like yo you need to hear this and so like there have been times where I've been surprised by what it has recommended for my friends who who have then passed it on to me yeah but I have never sat down and been like my recommended mix because it would be sad white people music Uh really gritty Uh hip-hop or pop music (laughs) well I think and that's where I think the algorithm, like... I don't want to break the algorithm also. But they're good at... It's good at realizing that you have different sides of yourself, okay, okay, I think. Okay, So, yeah. So, Leon just popped up. I don't remember where she came up. I've been listening to her for a few years. Okay. I got so, so excited about her, like, a year and a half ago. Okay. Like, maybe, like, winter 2018, 2019. Okay. And then... She played at the Fine Line Music Cafe in Minneapolis. That is, I've been to that venue once. Yes. It's small. Yes, it is. Um, You can set a tables upstairs, which y- is like can. a nice intimate yeah. vibe. I've done that. I've been on the floor a couple times. I went to this concert by myself. That's it was brave. The first and only concert I've ever been to by myself. It was an amazing time. I love Leon so much that I was trying to find someone to go with me. No one was like... Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. And I had just moved back to Minnesota and like a lot of my friends aren't here. Yeah. And so I was Wait, like, did yeah, you like dance I'm and going. flail around? No, I didn't. So I got myself one beer. Uh-huh. I weaseled my way up to the f- like basically the front because there's always room for one person. Yeah. Whenever you're trying to drag your friend with you, no one lets you through but one person. I was standing next to this other woman who uh-huh. was there by herself, okay. I presume. Didn't talk to her. Okay. Didn't talk to anyone. You didn't try to have a concert friend? No. Nope. Okay. Didn't care. Was there for one gal and one gal only, and that was Leon. <laughs> And she doesn't have that much music, so she played every single song that she had. And she just danced around, and she was like this magical goddess. She danced around on stage. She was amazing. After that, I was like, she is the shit, and I need to tell more people about her. I know you're at the summer, summer in the night. For a fleeting moment, thought you passed me by. Say the sun come up now.
So then that was in like late April, early May okay. of last year. Okay. And then I started telling all my friends about her. I actually told Christopher, my partner, about uh-huh. her. And we, it was on our like third date or something. We were driving in the car and I was like, okay, this is risky. I'm getting into music that I like. If you uh-huh. don't like it, this might not go well, you know? And I played her and he loves a good pop song, loves okay. a good pop artist. Hey. And hey. he immediately fell in love with her and okay. I was like, oh, this is going to work. Okay. I thought you were gonna, when you hand, when he hands you the augs chord, yeah. and it's, uh, some, it's, uh, you're like, <laughs> this is make or break. Yeah. No, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so I just like perfectly queued up all my favorite songs, which was all of them, just in a certain order. And he loved her. All of my friends that I've introduced her to introduce them to I don't, however that works I, yeah i know you're getting I, that though. they all loved her and i was like she needs to be known and so yeah she's just i spotify played her for me and i've never looked back okay yeah i really like the, a lot of the new stuff mm-hmm. i then this the 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 first album um i you were like you should really listen to this mm-hmm. and yeah i like it a lot i like yeah. the how dynamic she is in yep. terms of slow somber mm-hmm. like pensive uh-huh. and then like very big very and soulful big. yes um and so like the new stuff off this forthcoming album is like a, a, like obviously the same kind of feeling uh-huh. but a lot of uh, there's like a lot of growth i can yeah. tell in like the songwriting yeah and the one thing i really loved i kind of hate when artists talk in between every single song at a concert mm-hmm. but she did that and she told the stories oh wow the song so like there's one song that i'm forgetting which one it is but she talks about this like pink light in the window and so she was before she sang that song she was like i was just walking down the street and that window was my ex-boyfriend's window and the pink light was on and like his new girlfriend brought this pink lamp and so i know whenever the pink light is on she was there and it just broke my heart and so i was in this like really sad place i went home and wrote this song okay and so i usually like hearing that stuff like mm-hmm. in between song banter can either be like really terrible yeah or like really fascinating yeah and that sounds like someone telling the stories behind the yeah. songs it sounds really captivating yeah it was and i was like girl you're real you're just like writing songs about your life because if like, you just have one album out and you're touring behind it yeah. and you want to talk to people like that that's really impressive was she did she have like someone opening for her was it just her oh or? no she did have an opener i can't remember who it was that's okay the op- I've seen a lot of bad openers, as I'm sure you have too. I have too. The one, this is a sidebar, the one scenario in which I love the opener as much or more as the main, main perf- performance. Yeah, uh-huh. Have you heard of Haim? Yeah, love Haim. I went to a Haim concert uh-huh. and the opener was, get this, Lizzo. What? This was before Lizzo was huge. I mean, people in Minnesota loved yeah. Lizzo because she, she's, she's not from here, but she I got her like, start she's here. She's not even from here. But people love Lizzo because she lived here for like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And she's from you know she's from Chicago. She's from the Midwest. We got Midwest pride, whatever. But we went and we it was my friend Emily and I and we went to this concert and we were screaming our heads off at Lizzo singing along every word what dancing like where was this crazy. this was in Asheville North Carolina oh, okay, it was wow. when we were living in Florida we road tripped wow. to Asheville to wow. see Haim and Lizzo and we actually moved way up in the crowd because so many people were so annoyed by our wild <laughs> singing along to Lizzo and dancing that they were like just get them out of here um do you like Haim's new album Women in Music Part 3 by the way, just as another How sidebar. How new is it? It came out in 
July? June oh, or July? The last thing I heard was their like three or four song EP. No, this is um so they this was supposed to come out in May. Okay. It was delayed because of the Roni. Yep. And then they pushed it into like a late June release. Okay. Um so yeah, it's good. It's um I like it better than the second album. Okay. That first album, I still go hard for. Yeah. Oh, Days yeah. Days Are Gone. Oh, my God. I mean, like, the three <laughs> the three first songs on it, it's, like, unstoppable. Yeah. They're so good. Caroline Palchek. Mm-hmm. Um, Who you told, I told you about Leon. Yeah. You told me about Caroline Palchek. Yeah. And so, because I could kind of, hit, I, whenever I hear about something that's like kind of big mm-hmm. or like what I consider big, I assume everyone else has heard it or mm-hmm. like, and this was like a single. So I'm like, I assume that yeah. this is on the radio or it's come up on people's algorithms yeah. or whatever, or like on YouTube. Like if people oh, use yeah. YouTube to listen to music, they uh-huh. will have seen the video. Mm-hmm. But, um, so Caroline Palchuk used to be in this indie pop electronic group called chairlift. Okay. And they had a couple of big singles that were popular on like the current mm-hmm. in the mid two thousands. Okay. But they split up. And so last year she put out the solo album um, and it took me a long time to come around on it because the cover art is very bizarre. Is that is that the one, the same cover art as this song? Yeah. Where she's like riding the, a ladder. Like she's riding a ladder into heaven or something? Yeah. So it's, um, <laughs> I mean, she's wearing this weird like action hero mm-hmm, one piece. Mm-hmm. She's dangerously thin. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a weight we all strive to be. <laughs> um, I want to get down to that Caroline Palchuk figure. You know the vibes. You're going to need a waist trainer for that. I know. I know. Um, but so she's she's on a rope ladder that seems like it's dangling from a helicopter. Yeah. Yep. And she's she's wearing this white, like, it's like... Bustier. It, bustier. Yeah. And so I was like... Like surrounded by clouds. Yeah. And I was like, so who is this woman? Mm-hmm. And what is is this Mm -hmm. and i i didn't give it a chance at all Mm -hmm. and i kept seeing people talking about it online like phoebe bridgers was talking about the song and what finally got me to come around to it and this is how i end up glomming onto a lot of things or at least checking a lot of things out is the music writer and poet hanif abdurakib he was sharing a bunch of stuff about it on his instagram stories 
And I was like, you're like, yo, if you like it, I'll check it out. I was like, well, if Hanif is talking about it, I will give this a listen. Yeah. And I was like, the song is called So Hot, You're Hurting My Feelings. Like, I know, what is just that? like, what a concept. I was like, what does that even, what does this even mean? Yeah. And so I, I put it on and I was like, this is mad whimsical, mm-hmm. but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to the rest of this album mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, holy shit, I should not have slept on this as long as I did because yeah. mm-hmm. this is really fucking good. And there's a lot of really good songs yeah. on here. Um, and so when we were talking about pop music, because this is kind of like idiosyncratic pop because it's like it's it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's glitchy and electronic, mm-hmm. but it's strange. So right. it's not like yeah, it's yeah. not like not mainstream. It's not like here's a Britney Spears song. Yeah. It's like this is public radio, like adult oriented pop music. Yeah. And so <laughs> I when you were talking about pop and then we were talking about music, I was like, this is and that would have been at the beginning of this year, yeah. which also seems like it was like a de- five like years a ago. A lifetime ago. Yeah. But I had just really connected with this and she okay. had just put it out on vinyl finally oh. and so i had just gotten the mm-hmm. lp okay. and if you think if you think the cover art is strange mm-hmm. the liner notes are like a fold-out poster oh and there's some very wild images of her <laughs> in even more bizarre oh, costumes yeah. and I just like the more I unfolded it because the lyrics are on it too. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Oh, but yeah. The, every time I unfolded it, I was like, oh, she is in another like strange state of kind of undress, but also in like a weird SM action hero yeah. thinger. Um, and all of her videos are like that too, where like. Yeah, I'd be scared to. I've never seen a video. I'd be scared to watch one. Um, This one is weird. Okay. The one for Door is less weird, but still weird. Okay. So this, I mean, this is good newish adult, like adult oriented pop music. Mm-hmm. She also, I mean, she plays the piano. She can tone these songs down. 
she did an in-studio thing for The Current oh. where she does piano like arrangements uh-huh. of this and like two other songs off the oh. album. And I was like stopped in my tracks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's really uh, Yeah, intense. I can't even fathom what a piano arrangement for this song Yeah, she like. does this one and she, like, the one for Door was like, I just stopped what I was doing and I just like, just listened. Wow. Yeah. But so... I'm glad that you liked this because yeah okay well this is this is an interesting one okay because when you first were like check out Caroline Polchak I came back to you and I was like oh, she's fine she sounds like Imogen Heap which you were like I yeah. don't know who that is but I'm like you know whatever and then Spotify algorithms sent it right back to me a few weeks ago and because I was like, your phone was listening Yo. your phone was listening and was like mm-hmm. your homie's trying to tell you something yeah and so this like this is the final piece of my like short playlist that I chose yeah. because I really love when people like tell me about music yeah. because I get so stuck in my own, like listen to the same, sure. like a new album sure. comes out by someone I love. I listen to it till it's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I get stuck in my own playlist and stuff like that. So that's one of the reasons I do love the Spotify algorithm is because I know did, what I want to hear. I did kind of get burned out on this album, especially yeah. because during, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was still mm-hmm. listening to it. And I still, uh, on my walks to work, yep. I would listen to um, Door, and I would listen to the uh, what's the other one that I like. I when I'm when I'm in the moment on the podcast, sometimes song names escape oh, yeah. me, which is like mad unprofessional. <laughs> um, you can't you can't know it all. I want to though. Aren't I supposed <laughs> to? Nah, no one does. Let's see if I can type and talk of it. So the album is Pang. Yeah. Um. Look at me now, which is like the centerpiece of the album. It's slow. It's acoustic. Oh, I don't know if I. I don't. I haven't listened to the album that much. I oh, okay. Just put this song and, on repeat. And uh, when I was doing my deep dive on Caroline Palchik mm-hmm. YouTube's, and mm-hmm. I found those piano session mm-hmm. ones, I was watching the videos from the Pang tour, oh. where it's like wild set pieces. There's like a gate backdrop behind her with all kinds of lighting and shit and she has like one other musician with her but when they do this song when when they do um look at me now she plays it on the guitar and she plays it by herself and i was like again i was like send this to everyone i know yeah please slap what you're doing and watch this because holy shit um but yeah she i'm glad that you like this eventually oh my god because i remember you you were like, she sounds like Imogen Heap, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah. And then you were like, I'm really weirded out by the the cover art and like the image yeah. that came up, and I'm like, you yeah. said it looks like she's gonna eat me, <laughs> and I was like, it looks like she's gonna eat you, but you'd kind of be into yes. it. Yes. No, you're so and right. And you were like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah. I've come around. I have come around. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, I'd be dumb for that. Yeah, Getting devoured by totally. her. That'd be the worst thing to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you die doing what you love. Anything else before we wrap up? No, this has been so fun. This I ha- just like, when you initially approached me about being on the podcast, yeah. I was like, I can't talk about music. I don't know anything technical. I don't that's have okay. any like explanations. And then no, I was thinking is- about it. I was like, I've had a lifelong journey with music. And that's music. the thing. Is, so and one of the, aside from the question that I ask of people about what they're like, how are you doing during the pandemic? Because mm-hmm. it's like a new thing. I want to ask people to yeah, check in on them. Because totally. it's like, how are people doing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, but the, I, I always want to find out people's earliest musical memories. And mm-hmm. I didn't even have to ask that. Yeah. Because you... You got right into I that. Got, yeah, that was where I some started. People, some people really struggle with that question, mm-hmm. and they don't have something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but you were like, I got you. Say less. Yeah. First song well, right out of the gate. And I feel like I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a people person or even an extrovert, but all of my favorite memories are sharing something with, with someone. someone. Yeah. And so yeah. music is like, like all, every one of these songs that we talked about, I linked it back to like who I was listening to. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really, this is, this was very thoughtful. This is a yeah. very thoughtful playlist. Well, that's, it's not even something that I like had to think about that much that's just like what is meaningful to me and like my favorite foods are about like the best meals i've had with pe- and i can picture with like the place okay. and the people and what we were eating wow. and like so that kind of like i'm all about like this communal experience. should we do a food podcast oh i would <laughs> love to can we eat while we're doing it that would be so disgusting to just have two people eating into a microphone especially now yeah. all those smacky sounds yeah getting all that rona all over the microphone i did have like a really religious experience with a piece of focaccia today that i was like (laughs) i really can't get over this i want to just die eating this. oh wow wow yeah you know when food really hits like i mean gosh i don't want to say that like i'm over food food sometimes you're less like i have to eat this otherwise i'm like gonna die or whatever and like food is not really hitting the way that you want it to but there have been meals or food experiences Mm -hmm. yeah where you're like yeah this is really something this is it this is is why i'm alive yeah yeah Yeah. and you, you you take that with you oh yeah yeah. I'll take this focaccia with me for a while. And you're like, I did take it with me. It's in my pocket in a little Ziploc <laughs> bag. <laughs> I wish. I got this focaccia on deck. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been good you now. Have, oh, you wouldn't. Part of the magic was that it just came out of the oven. Oh, there you go. You warm. How oh, warm bread. That sounds oh, man. delectable. Yeah. Um, Maddiekins, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening because I know you're busy doing flowers, doing Absolutely. farming, this is my baking, squash. Doing all, all kinds of, of things, but and for hosting me in your driveway, we let the sun has set. The sun, it, it is the dark twinkle out. Lights are twinkling. You got you, yesterday when you sent me the text about doing this. You were like, I got some cute lights, and yep. you got it, and it's perfect. It's setting yep. the ambiance. So cute for <laughs> for this. None for of this. your podcast episodes this season are going to be this cute. No, I'm just saying. No, they won't. This is you have set the bar for for cuteness. Yep. And I don't think anyone will ever come close. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much for raising the cute level of the podcast. You know, if I've done nothing else, I'm proud of that. 